Hello and welcome to the Creative Champs podcast. I'm your host, Kimei, and I'm here to help you on your creative journeys through the Creative Champs platform. Now, I'm recording this episode in a bit of a peaceful environment, but there are birds chirping and there is life happening outside. So apologies again for any background noises you may hear, as I've said on a jillion different episodes before. So this episode is all about merging visual strategy with your design skills, because of course, as we know, design is about more than how something looks. I admit when I first started out my design career, I used to just focus on the aesthetics, the visual side of things, and didn't really give much thought to the process and how to actually make a design that works or that solves a problem. That's something that I learned a little bit later on down the line once I was able to access more tools and opportunities in my career. Because at the end of the day, the purpose of design is to solve a problem right? So you might get a client who will say something like, oh, you know what? I want it to look just like this. Yeah. So I've got this idea in my head. I want this to look like this. I'm creating a product that I'm going to be selling. Yeah. That I'm going to be selling to this kind of audience. I'm selling it to this kind of audience, but I want to use this color. I want to use this logo. I want to make the logo look like this. Do you know what I mean? You know, when they're very specific, but the things that they're saying that they want, you know, isn't going to help them. And you know, isn't going to help them be successful in reaching their business goals or their targets or whatever it is that their project's trying to do, you know, their ideas aren't going to cut it. So you're going to need to be able to be given the space to actually do what your job is and do your role and do it properly. Follow your due process, follow your um, your onboarding process to make sure that you are ticking all of the boxes and you are maximizing effort and output at every stage of the project so one of the things I would always suggest is carving out time for research and strategy what I would also say is before you even get to that stage you're going to need to think about as I always say discovery sessions so hosting those spaces or having those spaces for the for the client to come out and tell you exactly what it is that they're trying to do what they've tried to do already Yeah, so if they have enlisted the help of a a designer before, if they have, you know, did it work? Did it work? Did they have any struggles? Did they find that they weren't any closer to their goals? Um, You know, what kind of things have they already tried to deep deep dive into? So you're going to need to find that out before you then go about, first of all, seeing whether they're a right fit for you and then making time for the research and strategy process to make sure that you're able to locate all the tools and resources that you're going to need to provide something that's effective and qualitative for the end user. Because anyone can design something that looks good, but this isn't the only role design should play. And I was having a conversation with my my chum, um, Alex from Kamuzi Lab, and he was saying, you know what? like designers in the end really and truly we need to be gearing designers towards becoming creative practitioners because design the process of design incorporates so many different things it isn't just about pixel pushing or making things look good it's about making things look good yes but also solving a problem and enabling more effective communication conveying particular messages and in order to do all of these things you're going to have to be able to research you're going to have to be able to find out what works what doesn't work what kind of things lend themselves to whatever it is that you're trying to do and this will include 
color psychology. This will include your messaging, your typefaces, your positioning, your accessibility. All of these things will have to go and come into play. And also part of that process, you're going to have to become an, an effective communicator. You know, you're going to have to be open to take criticism and you're going to have to be open to be uh, to provide feedback and conceptualize things and possibly invite other people to come on board if that's the case. There's there's a lot of things that goes into creating a successful design. And in order to do that successfully each time, you're going to have to sort of um, find a way to merge strategy and design together. And um, in all in all, become a creative practitioner. Um, so how can you go about including strategy in your design process? So the first thing you're going to need to do is get clear on the needs of the business. So what do they want to do? What do they want to achieve out of this? What can you do to make the end result effective for said business or project or client rather? So find out what the end user wants to gain from your design and then carve out space for research in your design process and things to consider when you're researching, as I mentioned before, uh, colours and their meanings, because colours mean things. I saw someone giving advice not too long ago saying that, oh, it's all right if you change your branding every six months or so, because, you know, things are always changing and it's a case of finding colour schemes that you think look good and that look appealing uh, and then just run into the hills with that. It doesn't matter that you're changing your branding every few months. And this was coming from someone who has no, as far as I'm aware, doesn't have any in design industry experience. Their role is actually within um, marketing, like on Instagram, um, social media marketing, and just giving people really poor advice, really poor advice. When you're sorting out your branding and your visual assets for the branding, the important thing is that you get your messaging right, right? And that you're carefully considering the colors that you do choose because colors represent things. Colors have meanings. And so you're gonna have to factor that in when you are setting colors for your branding, your visual branding. And the goal is to make something that can stick and that has longevity so that you can be recognized for these features in the long run. And if you keep changing it every six months, it's gonna be hard to keep up with you, first of all, and it's gonna be hard to place you and it's gonna be hard to be able to recognize you, um, you know, off the bat, if you keep changing things, it's gonna be like, oh, is this a new page? Oh, are they still talking about the same thing? Do they still have the same themes? Yeah, so, the, the goal is to find a way to brand yourself that has longevity, that has lasting power, and that successfully communicates with the audience you're trying to communicate with, all right? Um, another thing you can look at is trend forecasts. So what's on the horizon? What kind of things are likely to peak? Because everything comes in peaks and troughs, right? So what's likely to peak next? And how can you factor this into your design if it is something that you want to factor in? Um, accessibility is a no-brainer. Accessibility has to be factored in. Has to be factored in because you need to consider the needs of your users or the users of that client's um, services or business, whatever it is, product, that always has to come at the forefront because things need to be accessible for everybody, you know? And now we've got so many different advancements in technology, it's possible to maximize on this, you know? You've got contrast checkers, you've got font size checkers, 
you've got captioning, yeah, captioning, you've got transcription, you've got live transcription now, apparently, <laughs> you know, which I'm just finding out about on Zoom. Um, and then, yeah, so you need to think about all of these things and you, you need to think about what's working for the business and what isn't working for the business and how you can expand upon that. So yeah, the bottom line is throughout the course of a design project, it's about more than what looks good. And it isn't about what the client necessarily wants, which might sound a bit bizarre, but it isn't about what they want. It's about what they need, especially if it's a design project. If it's an art project, a personal art project, a non-commercial art project, then, you know, obviously there's a, a lot more freedom in terms of well, I won't say freedom, but there's a lot more, um, a lot less uh, rigorous planning that might have to go into it just due to the fact that it's a personal thing or it's something that they might want to hang up in their houses or on their walls, something that they want made just for them. Or if it's a portrait, you know, you don't really have to do, <laughs> you might have to research your, I don't know, your craft on how to make things look in a certain lighting, I guess. But in terms of creating personalized portraits, you don't really have to think too much about problem solving, you know? So I, this is in regards to problem solving projects, AKA design projects, yeah? Um, and I hope that this um, episode gave a little bit of food for thought. It's a bit of a short one. I've got a lot to do today. <laughs> I'm actually leading a workshop later this evening and I'm also leading another workshop tomorrow for University of the Arts, uh, University of the Arts London um, Artist Student Union about networking for introverts, which I'm really looking forward to. I'm always looking forward to the workshops that I do because I don't tend to take on jobs that I don't enjoy anymore. I'm trying to minimise that because I've spent how many years working in, in jobs that I don't enjoy? So I don't want to continue to do that <laughs> for as long as possible. So yeah, I really hope that there was something you could take away from this episode. And as always, I will speak to you same time next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take care. Bye.